once you've set the big vision, kind of get it out of your mind and just do the next thing. Execution is key. Execution is actually the way to avoid overwhelm, which in my opinion is the number one killer of startups and entrepreneurial dream. We just expect too much. We try to do too much. Never let perfection get in the way of progress. Just do the next steps. Hey, welcome to My Company Story. I'm your host, Don Burge. My Company Story is a podcast where I get to interview some of the most interesting business owners and CEOs about the challenges that they've faced and how they've overcome them. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm here today with Cameron Chill. He is the co-founder and CEO of Business Investment Group. In, I'm sorry, Business Instincts Group, BIG for short. Yep. And uh, BIG or Business Instincts Group uh, is a is a group of companies that uh, that you will talk about a little bit later. But those companies include things like uh, UltraCast, which is the first video camera in space outside the International Space Station. Uh, Slice, which is the first true point-and-click machine vision shopping app that was adopted for uh, notable companies like Macy's and Home Depot. Kodak One, leading image rights management platform for uh, photographers and artists. And Dragonfly, which is an AI software developer and the oldest operation, operating commercial drone manufacturer in the world. Did I leave anything out, Cameron, when, uh, yeah, when I talked uh, about those? Yeah, those no, are quite great. remarkable businesses. So congratulations and welcome to my company story. Well, thanks. That was very gracious, and it's a real pleasure to be here. So, Cameron, can you explain to our audience a little bit about, about what you're doing with all those companies or what have you done with those companies, a little bit about your, I, know, I believe, 13-year career, possibly longer, in, in doing what you're doing? Yeah. So, well, th again, thanks so much for having us. And, and as noted, Business Instincts Group is, um, we, we kind of, you know, call ourselves a venture creation firm. So, you know, we, we, we try to look at really tough problems and if there's a commercial application for those problems, and then we, we tend to, you know, build companies around them. So we've done things like, you know, put the first video cameras in space, which were attached to the outside of the International Space Station. And, um, you know, the first point and click, uh, um, you, you know, uh, systems to, to be able to actually buy anything. Um, we, we very fortunately, we, we, you know, arguably we, we created the first cloud computing company back in the, the very late nineties. Uh, and, uh, we had a bit of an exit there. So, so, you know, we, we, we do these things cause we like, we like to solve really problems and, and our tagline is, you know, build impossible. And, um, so Cameron, tell us how you operate. I mean, you, you do, is it you and a, a team of uh, very smart people sit around a room and go, what can we do today? What can we solve today? Is it like that? Or do people bring you ideas like a, like a shark tank kind of thing? They can, people pitch you ideas and you say, that's a good one. We'll go with that. Tell me about your model or how does this work? Yeah. So, well, it, I don't know if it's a room of very smart people. It's certainly a room of uh, very excited and passionate people. And, uh, and, and we do take time uh, a few times a year to, uh, to, to kind of uh, think through what really big problems are out there and what would be interesting to solve. But more times than not, it's something that, that comes up uh, because of another circumstance. So it might be an idea that somebody brings to us or it's generally an internally uh, generated idea or a concept that's been brewing around for a couple of years. And, and, then, and then we kind of find that magic little spark that says, hey, this is what could make it commercial. Or this is, this is how we could do this that could really impact the world and, and make a fantastic difference. Now we, we do have a formalized process. We call it the rib kit, responsibilities and perspective, which is our, our planning and our strategic management process that helps us commercialize um, all of these ideas. And that's really what we, we specialize in is being able to take ideas and, and commercialize them, get real customers, and then scale the companies out. 
So I'm still trying to get a whole, uh, 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 my head wrapped around how this really works then. You go to work and you've got some other folks that you work with that, that work with you and you toss ideas. One guy says, oh, I think that uh, the space shuttle is going to need a camera coming up pretty soon. And so you say, well, how can we commercialize that? How can we make it? Is it a simple, not, probably not as simple as that, but is that, can you give me an example of what you do and how this whole thing works to come up with all these great companies? Yeah, so I'll give you, I'll, well, let's talk about EarthCast specifically where we put cameras on the outside of the International Space Station. We, we were literally sitting, sitting around with uh, a friend uh, and his brother over coffee and, and we were talking about uh, this particular uh, YouTube sensation, which was an eagle's nest. Uh, where baby eagles had been born and there was a little camera set up in there. Oh, I remember and, seeing those. Yeah. Okay. Right. right. And, and and this thing was getting like 3 million views a day, which, which, you know, 15 years ago was a lot of views. Well, it still yeah. is today, but, but it, it was really quite a sensation. And of course, you know, for all the right reasons, it's nature and it's, it's just, it's beautiful. And it's, you know, it, you learn a ton and, but, but it was, it was simply a camera that was there. Right. And, and somehow that kind of led to the discussion about, about, uh, um, uh, Google Earth being, you know, the most visited site on Earth. And everybody goes there twice. You, you go there the first time and you're completely blown away because you see your car in your driveway. Well, yeah, you want, everyone wants to check out their own place first. Yeah, that's true. That's the first yeah. thing you do, right? Yeah, and and right. you're just like, you're completely amazed that this technology exists. And and, and then and then you, it gets almost to the point of being a little creepy, but it's right. there, right? Right. And so, and then you go there the second, you know, you go and show somebody, you know, a month later, you're, hey, you want to see this? Or you go back and you look again and it's the right. same picture of the same house, the same car, same driveway same day same you know and it loses its but everybody you know goes there everyone goes there I tell you until you one day you go there and you see a, a man walking into your house and you're not there <laughs> <laughs> then, exactly. then you might have to have a discussion with Wait your wife about yeah. that, <laughs> exactly. other than that. <laughs> so so our our thought was well wait a minute if, if like what about if we just uh you know, replace that video more often or that picture more often. What if we just bought old satellite imagery and replaced it? Because that's all, everybody thought it was Google that was doing this. They were just buying uh, uh, imagery and putting it. So what if we just replaced it every two weeks or three weeks as opposed to, and then what about if we just put, you know, advertising around the side of it and then it would be like a, a commercially driven site that's better than, uh, you know, for that one specific person, uh, purpose, you know, better than, uh, than Google earth. Right. And, but it didn't take us long. We're like, well, wait a minute. What, what, what if we could make a video somehow? What about if we put up a satellite constellation and provided live video of earth at one meter resolution every day and all the application, you know, and, and of course, then we brought ourselves back down to earth and realized that we weren't going to come up with a few billion dollars, at least at minimum in order to uh, build a satellite constellation that could do this. But but the idea never uh, never escaped us and and um, and and so as uh, a set of circumstances led to, to the fact that the International Space Station um, was uh, a satellite that had a very unique uh, uh, orbital Orbit. pattern, right. uh, uh, equatorial orbital pattern around the Earth, and, right. and and basically you know circumnavigated the Earth every seventy-two hours. Uh, excuse me, every seventeen and a half hours. It oh, went around. Wow. Excuse me, it went around the Earth seventeen and a half times a day. Okay. And and so so then I was like, well, what about if you had a, a video camera on the outside of that, right. and and it was just continually stitching together the video every time it it went around. It went around. Right. So yeah, I won't kill you with all the details, but a long story short is we ended up putting a deal together with the international uh, space agencies, the five agencies involved, uh, and a number of other uh, organizations. And we, we built cameras, uh, and we launched them on a Soyuz rocket, and we 
spacewalks and all the rest of it. And there's two cameras out there today that um, that shoot live video of her. And, 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 and we were you able to monetize that idea of, from people that are coming by to take a look at these things? Is that what, how do you monetize that? I mean, it's a great idea and people are attracted to it, but then how do you monetize it? You mentioned advertising? Yeah, so, so at that time, it, you know, this is when Arab Spring was unfolding and uh, Fukushima, the nuclear reactors was happening. And, and, and so we felt that there was a bent up consumer demand that would allow us to basically uh, provide this video out on a you know, completely unobstructed video of Earth, what's going on, and and people would would want to come and see it. We'd build an advertising model around it, and uh, what what ended up happening is we ended up recognizing late in the game, all of us, that there's no other video in space. All right. other video from space is high speed pictures, right? And it's and none of them are on a, an equatorial uh, orbital orbit like that. Yeah, right. So, so what we realized we had. Was some of the most some, some incredible data we, we had video uh, which has all kinds of uh, uh special features and better options etc cetera, etc cetera, uh than um than pictures that's really valuable very quickly the project became it went from a b to c project to a b to g project a, a business to government product very oh, very quickly right interesting so and and so you know the company grew to a situation where it was you know um you know kind of like a hundred million dollars in revenue uh primarily providing uh you know these this video data to governments not not necessarily military but you know right uh, departments of interior departments of energy anyone that wanted to to access that then yeah yeah, yeah. so and so and so it wasn't you know it was, it was kind of like a series of mistakes or a series of circumstances right that led us to continually pivot in order to be able to uh, put this together so Cameron, thank you very much for explaining that. And that sounds like that's just one of the several companies that you've been involved in, and one of the several companies that 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 uh, that you're still involved in today. So I want to I want to move now a little bit towards some of the challenges that that I'd like you to discuss and and bring to our audience, so that other entrepreneurs or wannabe entrepreneurs who are listening, from your experiences in doing the, starting companies up and really running them and bringing them from an idea through to fruition, through to uh, profitable and several companies like this that we mentioned earlier on in the show. What are some of those challenges that you have found that you've learned along the way in doing what you're doing? Well, I, I per, per, this is my personal view that is that, um, you know, it's, it's always a challenge to get a product made, right? And it's always a challenge to get a product to market. And when you find that product market fit, you're actually able to start selling a product or a service to, um, to a customer or to a group of customers, you know, that that's when the problems start. That, that's not, you know, your problems aren't over at that point. That's where you really start getting into having to figure out how to scale your business. When you actually have real customers going yeah, on. You, you have, have real customers uh, happening. And, and that's um, in, in particular, if you're not, if, if you're selling or building, if you're building and then selling something that that is disruptive because you know basically meaning it you know somebody else hasn't done it before then it really becomes a challenge and and uh, because you have to put all kinds of new systems and infrastructure and process in place uh, which which you know can be super super difficult and but e even if you're you you are selling uh, something that uh, already has an existing market and you're scaling quickly you're you're always putting new things in place to meet the demand and and so at times uh, what we have found is that it's that the businesses that are scaling and growing are even more at risk than businesses that are just starting. Interesting. And, um, 
Yeah. And, now, and, why, and, why, so, and they're more at risk because they're now dealing with life. It's like, it's like an, a, a, a doctor operating on a patient that's breathing and living. It's, it's, you got to make sure they don't analogy. die kind of thing. That's a, that's a great analogy, right? Now you have more employees. Now you have customers. Now you have liabilities. Now you have different sets of expectations. Now you have, you know, uh, it's, and, and, and oftentimes it's more about problem solving, less about creativity at that phase. So, you know, do you have to change, in the change out the team a little bit? Do you have all those dynamics? But, but I, I think the analogy that you just made there, Don, is, is probably the best analogy I've ever heard. Interesting. So what other, what other bits of advice or what other challenges that, that come to mind that you'd want to pass along? And it's interesting, before we uh, started recording this show, you were mentioning Maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs. I'd like you to talk a little bit about your, your thoughts on that with, in terms of an entrepreneur. Yeah, so, so we, we run um, uh, uh, something called the, the uh, Build a Possible Network, where, where we have a lot of other entrepreneurs and, and startups and stuff where we try to share our knowledge with it, what, what we've gained. And, and um, we have a particular uh, model of the entrepreneur that, that we've built. And, and effectively what it is, it's an inverted triangle of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So if we think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right at the base is your physical needs, you know, food, water, shelter. And then it starts moving up to, you know, income, and then it starts moving up to, to love and then it starts moving up to you know self-respect and or, um, ego and, and then eventually it gets up to the highest level which is uh, self-actualization which is right. which is building something bigger than yourself and, and Maslow's idea found, is that you can't you can't move on to the next level until you uh, until the first level below you is accomplished and you have food you can't move up to the next one right Exactly. And, 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 you know, it's never completely, you know, linear like that, but a hundred percent, that is correct. It's like, listen, you don't really worry about self-actualization and, you know, if, if, if you're starving, you know, don't go over your next, yeah, if you're yeah. starving. And, right. and so, however, what we have found almost universally with entrepreneurs is that they live in this world where that triangle is inverted. <laughs> and, and if you think about it, how many entrepreneurs, uh, you know, that, you know, I know you work with a ton of them uh, and or that are, they're maybe hopefully listening to the have gone without food, have gone without shelter, have lived on people's couches, have, have, they've gone through multiple relationships or not had relationships or certainly gone without paychecks and all the rest of it, all for the sake of that, of that self-actualization, all for the sake of building something bigger than themselves. That's a, that's a, that's a fascinating way of describing the entrepreneur's journey. And that's, and what we, that we see that in all of our, you know, the, the, the meet the social network and all of the media that's around entrepreneurs and all the behind the scenes, they, these kids go without food and water and sleep and deprivation just because they're driven by this dream that they're doing and everything else is, is, is inconsequential. I mean, everything else is out of the way. And that's what you're saying with it's an inverted triangle then from what the it, traditional. It, it really is. And, and so it probably the, 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 the biggest breakthrough that we see with people that we get to work with or in projects is when the entrepreneur accepts that. When the entrepreneur moves past, I'll call it the shame of society, where they're placed in the spot where they're saying, hey, you know, why can't you be normal? Why can't you just have a paycheck? Why aren't you successful sooner? Why can't you do it like Steve does down the street? Why, you know, like we've all experienced that, like our, you know, whether it's family pressure or societal pressure or whatever the case is, the entrepreneur often lives with a lot of shame for chasing, uh, chasing a dream. And you just, but it's in the DNA. That's yeah. the problem. Like you it's, can't turn it's just, it off. You can't like, or you'll be miserable, yeah. right? Or, or you know, then the, it, it, that comes with its own consequences, right? So, uh, you know, at, 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 and, and once you once you accept that, uh, you know, and then you start building the other pieces of your life around that fact, uh, or 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 deal with the consequences of of that fact, um, then you know, you, you that's when we see the breakout. 
So, so, the, so a lot of people are like, hey, why is this entrepreneur successful and that one's not? And, and some of us, oh, it's because this person's more detail oriented or this person's more creative or that person's an engineer. Or like, there's no formula like that. It, it, I, I personally believe the formula is acceptance. At the point that you so, accept- I'm sorry, the formula is- who you are. The formula is, is what? Say it again. The formula is acceptance. Acceptance. Right? Acceptance. Of, of, of you, the entrepreneur, accepting this and That's also right. his, uh, his world around him accepting him? That's right. And, and not having to feel shame or apologize for it or adjust accordingly, uh, you know, like just look, that's how it is. Yeah. That's how you're going to operate. And, 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 and so now you can just be honest about it, right? Rather than trying to be something that, that you're not or that everybody else expects. We, I, we find when somebody to whatever degree gets to that point, that's where we see their business take off every Interesting. single time, yep. every yep. time. Yep, that remind, there's a popular singer, I can't think of her name right now, but it, the song is, I'm born this way, just accept me, and that's it. You know, and that's, that's what you're saying, these entrepreneurs are just born this way, and they have to be accepted by, they have to accept themselves, and, and others accept them, and once they do, they can take off. Yeah, you know, we, we, we live in a society that's really, you know, probably more divided than ever, but, but for the most part, is continues to move towards acceptance, continues to move towards, it doesn't matter race, skin, color, sexual orientation, whatever it is, you, you, you know, you it's okay that you are what you are. And, and I think one of the final frontiers is, is personally for people and entrepreneurs specifically to, to accept that that particular model may fit to them where, where they don't necessarily fit into a societal norm. And, and, if, and if they do, then you know, they just get more, more comfortable in their skin and able to operate, make decisions based on that. Yeah, that's great, Cameron. I never heard it quite described that way. That was very good. Thank you for, uh, for explaining that to me and to our audience listening. Before we wrap up, I know we're getting close to 20 minutes now. What would you say, what, are there any parting words of what you would like to, uh, to tell other uh, entrepreneurs or other business owners that are listening to this show about what, uh, uh, what you've learned? I, I think that the, the number one thing that I've learned, uh, you know, is, and I, I would expect it to be things like, oh, you have to have great vision or you have to have great passion or you have to, you know, all of those things, which are all incredibly important. But the number one thing I've learned uh, over the last, you know, 30 plus years of doing this over multiple organizations, some successful and some not, is, uh, is just to take the next step, right? Is actually, once you've set the big vision, kind of get it out of your mind and just do the next thing. Execution is key. Execution is actually the way to avoid overwhelm, which in my opinion is the number one killer of startups and entrepreneurial dreams. Overwhelm just, is the number one killer? I believe so. Yeah, mm -hmm. That's what that's what I've seen is, is we just expect too much. We try to do too much. We will never get it all done. It will never be perfect at any moment. Never let perfection get in the way of progress. Just do the next step. So if you're facing overwhelm, just state like sometimes they talk about things being day to day sometimes it's got to be hour to hour sometimes you just got to stay in the minute and just get them like we're on this podcast right now i know i've got about 30 emails that have come in and four or five phone calls and i need to be present here right now this is the most important thing right now right stay present in the moment and and just focus on putting one step in front of the other and moving the direction that you've set your strategy for and just keep moving that way and don't get yeah. overwhelmed by the fact that i've got a I've got to be. I've got to walk to New York City. I better start just one step today, one step today, and keep on going like that. Oh man, so eloquently put. Great. Good. Good. Well, Cameron, thanks so much for being on this show. I know that I'll let you get back to your thirteen emails, the thirty emails that have come in in the meantime. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, thanks so much for taking, taking a few minutes and talking to us today. And uh, we'll we'll stay in touch. And if anyone wants to get a hold of you, in the show notes, we'll put uh, some of the links to your website and to other social media that they can oh, get thank you. That. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, we'd be honored. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Don. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening to My Company Story. We have new episodes coming out every week, so please subscribe if you like this. And if you'd like to hear previous episodes, you can go to mycompanystory.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
Also, if you or someone you know would be interested in coming on the show, please email me at don at Thanks for listening.